0: The Gulf Screen Guild
1: Theater.
0: And your host, Roger Pryor.
2: Hi, everybody. Your neighborhood good Gulf dealer and the Gulf Oil Company's welcome you to the Gulf Screen Guild Theater. We're really happy to have you with us. And when I say us, I mean Judy Garland, Cary Grant, Mickey Rooney, and Southern... And your old favorite, Oscar Bradley and his grand music. The Gulf Screen Guild Theater is an autograph hunter's paradise tonight. Practically every big star in Hollywood is sitting right here in the audience. As you know, this is the star's own show. So you see, this is really an occasion. In fact, today is full of occasions. Cary Grant has just been assigned to his new picture, the front page. Ann Southern has earned a vacation by finishing up 45 days of shooting on her new sequel to Maisie. And Mickey Rooney is celebrating his 18 years of regular attendance in this world. He and Judy Garland just came back from a big birthday party Louis B. Mayer gave Mickey at Malibu Beach this afternoon. Here they are now, all covered with ice cream and smiles, Judy Garland and Mickey Rooney. Good
3: morning, good morning. We've danced the whole night through. Good morning, good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. It's great to say Good morning, good morning to you. When the band began to play, stars were shining bright. Now the milkman's on his way. It's too late to say good night, so good morning, good morning. Sunbeams who smile through. Good morning, my darling, to you.
1: Now here we
4: are together. A couple of stale ovens. Our day is done at breakfast time. Started with our supper. Here we are together, ah, but the best of friends must party. So let me sing this party song. From the bottom of the old bowstring is hearty. Good morning.
3: It's a lovely morning. I morning. What a wonderful day. We. Dance
4: the whole night through good morning, good morning. Do you. you how
3: do you do do? I think a morning. See the sun is shining. I got the morning. Here's a morning.
1: It's
3: great to stay up late. Good
4: morning. Good morning. Do you? Now when the band began to play, the stars were shining bright. Now the milkman's on his way. It's too late to say goodnight. Good morning.
1: Good morning.
4: Good morning. Good Mm -hmm. morning. Good morning. Oh, tell
3: it. Good morning. Tell it, Ma. Good morning, my darling, to you.
2: That was swell, Mickey and Judy. Really grand.
4: Thank you, Mr. Pryor. Thanks, Roger. I kind of like that tune myself, but, you know, it has no depth of perception, no intensity of feeling. I'd like to rewrite that tune.
3: Oh, please, Mickey, not this one, too. wait
2: a minute. What's this all about?
3: Oh, Mickey wrote a play, and now he wants to rewrite everything. When we were at the Capitol Theater together, Mickey rewrote every song we sang. And
4: it worked out swell, too, didn't it?
3: It did not. Missy, you know what happened when that fire broke out while we were singing one of your special arrangements.
4: A fire broke out?
3: Yes, and we were in an awful predicament. Well,
2: how do you mean, Judy?
3: Well, the manager told us to keep singing so the audience would remain calm, and the fireman refused to come into the theater until we stopped singing.
2: That is a deliberate and premeditated fabrication. I think you're exaggerating a little myself, Judy. I happen to know that you and Mickey were held over. You stayed in the theater for three weeks.
3: We weren't held over. We were afraid to come
4: out. (laughs) I'm sorry, Miss Garland, but I find it beneath my dignity as a playwright to discuss the subject any further.
2: Well, well, Mickey. Writing a play has certainly improved your vocabulary. You talk like a real author. Yes,
4: sir, that's me, George Bernard Rooney. (laughs) Well...
2: Well, you better take the George Bernard away from the Rooney and stick to Mickey before someone slips you a drink of the same name.
4: Very funny. <laughs> it so happens that I sent a copy of my play to George Bernard Shaw himself. And you ought to see the swell letter he sent me after he read it.
3: See Mickey, what did Mr. Shaw say about your play?
4: Oh, wait a minute. I've got George's letter right here in my pocket somewhere. Georgie? Why, sure. We're old pals. Ah, here's his letter. It says, uh, Dear Mr. Rooney. Old pals, right. Quiet. Dear Mr. Rooney, I read your play and was very happy to note that the dialogue in the first act has the biting sting of satire. Wow,
2: coming from George Bernard Shaw, that's something. Gosh,
3: Mickey, I didn't know the first act had the biting sting of
4: satire. Oh, that's nothing, Judy. Listen to what else he says here. He says, as for the rest of your play, that stings, too. (laughs) Yes, sir, this story can't miss. In fact, my agent read my story while he was eating lunch, and you should have heard him rave about it. Now, wait a minute, Mickey. Is he a big agent? Is he a big agent? He was eating, wasn't he? <laughs> Why, uh, you know, Roger liked it so much, he said, Mickey, if I don't sell your story, I'm not an agent. I'm a big horse. Really? How did he make out?
3: He came in third at Santa
4: Anita. <laughs> well, maybe he didn't sell it, but I got myself another agent now anyway. Well, Mickey, what you need to put over your story is a big star. I say, I think you've got something there. Okay, I'll play in it myself.
2: No, no, Mickey. You you can't play in your own picture. I'd advise you to get someone for your story like... Uh, well, Cary Grant's going to be here tonight. Why don't you ask him to star in it?
4: Cary Grant? Let's see. Uh, you mean to say that you'd rather see Cary Grant in this picture than me? Now, look here, Roger. Compare the two of us. Now, first look at Cary Grant. All right, he's tall, he's dark, he's handsome, and he's a terrific actor. Now, look at me. I'm, uh... I guess you're right, Roger. <laughs> I mean about an author not playing in his own picture. Bring on this Cary Grant. He's my man. Uh, not
2: right now, Mickey. It's time for Oscar Bradley to play a number.
4: Okay, which one is Oscar Bradley? I'll ask him to hurry it up.
2: Oh, there he is by the bandstand.
4: You mean that, that, that little guy, that ain't he ween? Mm-hmm.
2: I'll introduce it to him. Oh, uh, Oscar.
4: Yes, Mr. Pryor.
2: Oscar, I want you to meet someone. Oscar Bradley, this is Mickey
4: Rooney. Hiya, Shorty. <laughs> Shorty? Did you call me Shorty? Yes. Are you sensitive about it? Why, I've got a good mind to break you in half. Or did someone beat me to it? <laughs> it be understood that anyone who puts a hand on me has to answer to my boyhood chum, John Conte. Yeah, and who does he have to answer to? Now, look here,
0: short, blonde, and pugnacious. I can speak for myself, uh, but I won't.
4: Ah, oh, backing down, eh?
0: Oh, no, because I'd much rather speak, not for myself, but for one of the most important of all the people who bring you the Golf Screen Guild program. A man, ladies and gentlemen, who lives right in your part of town. He's your local good golf dealer... And whether his name is Joe or Dick or Bill or Harry, he's mighty proud to be bringing you stars like Judy, Carrie, Mickey, and Ann. He's proud to be your host when it comes to service for your car, too. So stop where you see the Gulf Orange Disc. Try knock proof Gulf No gasoline and that extra pure Gulf Pride motor oil. And pick up your free copy of the Gulf Funny Weekly. Yes, your local good Gulf dealer is waiting to say Welcome, neighbors. Welcome to your neighborhood good golf station.
2: Oscar Bradley and his orchestra play that swell number from the Wizard of Oz, Ding Dong, the Witch is Dead. After that was swell, and Mickey, if you've got a copy of your story with you, you'd better get it out, because here
0: comes Cary Graham. Hello, Carrie. Hello, Mr. Grant. Hi, Carrie, old boy. Hello, Roger. Nice being here. Haven't seen you for a long time. Thanks, Carrie. Nice seeing you, too. Uh, hiya, Carrie, old kid. Hey, and... Judy, how are you? I saw you in the Wizards of, the... of Oz the other day, and believe me, you were terrific.
3: Thank you, Mr. Grant. Hiya, Carrie, old pal! Oh, uh,
0: oh, by the way, Roger, I stopped at your house on the way uh, here. Don't just mind me. I'm just of waiting of for cool weather. Hey, <laughs> Mr. Grant, don't
3: you know
0: Mickey Rooney? Why, sure, Judy. Where is Mickey? Well, for goodness sake, is that Mickey Rooney? Oh, I thought you'd brought along one of the munchkins.
4: <laughs> munchkins? Well, I'd get mad at that crack if I didn't have an ulterior motive. Why didn't you come to my party, Carrie? I had some good dances lined up oh, for you. Oh, I'm so
0: sorry, Mickey. You see, it was the butler's night out. I had to stay home with the maid.
4: Oh, that's... Oh, Carrie, that's just an excuse. <laughs> you, didn't... you didn't come to my party because you thought there wouldn't be enough girls there. I know you. You're girl crazy, Grant.
0: <laughs> Look who's calling me girl crazy, right? (laughs) Ho ho, that's very funny. Carrie Grant's girl crazy. What are you laughing at, Bradley? (laughs) Carrie Grant's girl crazy? Listen, Bradley, I happen to know they won't let you walk past the YWCA unless you're on a leash.
4: Now, look, Carrie, I've written a great story, and all it needs is you to star in it to make it a terrific picture. What do you say?
3: That's
0: all
3: any story needs to make it a terrific
0: picture.
3: Oh, thank you, Judy, but really, I'm
4: not. Oh, yes, you are. Oh, really, I'm not. Oh, I... you are, too, now. Oh, no, really, I'm not. I... Oh. Boy, what a ham. What did you say, really? Oh, well, uh, I'm sorry, it was all a mistake, Carrie. <laughs> I, I was thinking of a line in my picture. The chief smacks his lips. Now,
0: don't tell it to me, Mickey. I can't act in your picture. Why don't you play in it yourself? You're a swell little actor. Oh, now,
4: Carrie. no, I, I insist. Oh, yes, you
0: really are, No, Mickey.
4: no, I... I now, Mickey, care. you're a swell actor. Oh, look, really, I, I'm not, Kerry. <laughs> I, uh... What a hand. <laughs> I know, but uh, you know how it is. An author can't play in his own picture. Just like a barber never cuts his own hair and a dentist never pulls his own teeth. Doctor never operates upon himself.
0: Ah, but you're wrong, Mickey. My Uncle Julius did all those things. No. Why, certainly, and a lot more, too. Uncle Julius lived by one rule. No matter what business he went into, he was always his own first customer. No kidding. Yes, sir. He'd still be with us now if he hadn't gone into the embalming business. (laughs) Never forget it, Mickey. It happened in the window of his embalming shop while he was demonstrating an awful thing. Poor man. That uncle of yours must have been a very
2: remarkable fellow. You know, I'd like to have seen your uncle.
0: Well, Roger, you go down to the shop anytime you like. He's still in the window. <laughs> I pass by every night. Wave to him on my way home. Now, you don't
2: really I mean,
4: need to tell me. Say, that. uh, Carrie, how about but, starring in my picture?
0: Mickey, I'm talking to Carrie.
4: Sorry, Roger, but this is business. My picture must be produced. Now, listen
2: here, Mickey Rooney. Daryl
4: Rooney to you, and Ooh. stand aside. I'm a very busy genius. Now, look, Carrie. Uh, uh, look, at least give this a, a chance before you turn it down. You don't know anything about the story, the music, or anything. I think, now, look. Yes. Look, here's a song that's in the picture. You just sing it once, and I'm sure it'll convince you.
0: Sing a song? I haven't got a good voice. Oh, you
4: don't need a good voice for this song. I wrote it. <laughs> but, Mickey, this is... Now, here's the situation. Your sweetheart has disappeared, and after searching for her unsuccessfully for 20 years, you sit in front of the radio that she once gave you and sing this beautiful ballad. Okay, Carrie, give it everything you've got. for you. <laughs>
0: I love to listen to my radio Gee, how it thrills me when I hear it go Good morning, kiddies
3: Throw out that thumb Take off a cube of butter And when you've got your pan all
1: greased and gooey
0: That's when I think of you When shadows fall at the close of the day I turn on the switch and it starts into play. Tim comes in with a jab of the head, a hook to the jaw, and a smash to the nose. Oh, this is terrible. Kill him! Kill him! Out that bum! Say that you love me true. I must be emphatic, don't think I'm erratic. That wonderful static don't give me a headache. Oh, I love those tones, dearest, although they make me feel blue. To my radio Gee, how it thrills me when I hear it go
4: Guess you'll play in my picture now, huh? What did you think of that song?
0: What oh, song? I didn't hear it. Now let's change the subject. What's new, Roger? Oh, I don't know, Carrie. Taking up flying, you know. Oh flying, a wonderful sport. Thrilling, eh, what? Oh, Roots, yes, it's wonderful <laughs> being up in the air.
2: You know, you, you, you feel so safe above the ground, above the clouds, above the pigeons, uh, above Rooney. Above everything. You know, yes, Yesterday I was at the controls for four hours and sixteen minutes, and that's plenty nerve wracking. Four hours and sixteen
0: minutes. Yes, sir. Ask Ann Southern when she gets here. Uh, she's Mrs. Pryor, you know. You mean Ann Southern is going to be here? That vivacious, lovely creature, that charming bit of feminine pulp for you? Now, oh, look here, Grant. You can't talk about my wife that way.
2: Oh. You remember I'm the master of ceremonies around here. Well, here she is now. That uh, that uh, that vivacious, lovely creature. That charming bit of feminine poltroon. Ann Southern
5: hello everybody oh hello darling hello honey oh hello roger are you here too
0: (laughs) (laughs) and roger and i were talking about flying a plane he said he was at the controls for four hours and 16 minutes
5: yes that's right carrie but then he had to get out because somebody wanted to take the plane up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Roger. He'll never be an aviator. He simply can't stand high altitude. You know, a lot of people have that trouble. I
0: know, I know. Has Roger got it bad?
5: Bad? Hmm. Why, every time he steps on a thick rug, his ears pop. <laughs> Incidentally, Carrie, did uh, Roger bring one of his planes into the theater? I heard
0: an awful racket here a couple of minutes ago. Well, no, Ann. I don't know what it could have been a couple of minutes ago. Everything was quiet. Roger was sitting over there. I was singing. There was oh, Mickey,
5: that's
0: maybe. what it was. Oh, I suppose you don't like my voice,
5: huh?
0: Do you? Well, that's beside the point. Anyway, that song Mickey Rooney wrote would make anybody's voice sound bad. You may not know it, but when I was a kid, I sang in a choir. I had the deepest voice in the bass section. Deep? Yeah, deep. My voice was so low they used to squeeze to squeeze. Let me go back over that. <laughs> My <laughs> voice was so low they used to squeeze a bullfrog to give me the pitch.
1: <laughs> <I did it. laughs> okay,
0: well, finally you get everything.
5: Right? Yes, I believe that. By the way, Carrie, I know you're always on the lookout for good stories, and I've got just the picture for you.
0: Really, Well, you know I've always respected your judgment on stories. Oh,
5: really? Well, thanks, Carrie. This is by Mickey Rooney.
0: I no longer respect your judgment on mm. stories.
5: Now, wait a minute. He's a cute kid. He should be encouraged.
0: <laughs> a cute kid.
5: Carrie, now listen to this wonderful plot he's written. It's about a doctor who gets lost in the jungle and a newspaper reporter who goes out to find him. Well,
0: that's a nice original story. I hope I do as well with it as Spencer Tracy. Did. <laughs> what's the title of it
5: Stanislaus and Liverworth. Oh! <laughs> oh that's nothing Wait till Mickey tells you the rest of it Oh Mickey Mickey no, no, Darryl, oh no Daryl're coming <laughs> Mickey I'm telling Terry about your story I've got to the part that reporter Stanislaus goes to look for Dr. liverworth oh yes
4: oh yes I remember uh, well after several days of wandering through the jungle the cannibals capture Stanislaus. But he's rescued by Tarzan's mate, who has just returned from Reno. Reno? Yes, you see,
5: she just divorced Tarzan. Oh,
0: fine. I suppose you got the custody of their son and four monkeys, huh? <laughs> I wanted five monkeys. I can't count. Uh,
4: that was the, only the buildup for the big scene. Now, uh, let's act it out, you know, so you can get the real idea. I've got several copies here. Carrie, you be Stanislaus, and you be Tarzan's mate, and and Roger, there's a part of an aviator in this. So will you be the aviator? Will I, Oh boy. Come, Ted. Okay, now, you've all got your scripts. Now, on with the scene.
5: Santa oh, Claus, my darling. Oh, Tarzan's mate.
0: What <laughs> if I love you? I must leave you forever. Here comes my aeroplane now. Here comes my aeroplane now. Here,
5: come, Roger, my come here. <laughs> My aeroplane now. Well, never mind. You can get it the next time around. Farewell, Dennis Lyle. Farewell,
0: Farewell, mate. <laughs> hey, Was that my plane again, or was it just Roger expressing an opinion?
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> At last, we are alone, miles from civilization. Oh, I'll take it. Go on with the plane, Mickey. Hello. Hello, yeah?
0: Oh, what a story, Mickey. It's a, it's a real career killer, that
5: one.
4: I, uh, it isn't very pretty, is it?
0: No, Mickey, no, it isn't.
4: Sort of nauseating, huh? I wondered why I got sick every time I told it to anyone. I guess I'd better stick to my career as an actor, huh? Yes, I think so, I think
5: so. Mickey, Mickey, it was MGM. They just wanted to let you know that they bought a new Andy Hardy story for you.
4: Oh, why, that's swell. What are they going to call this one?
5: Andy Hardy finds Stanislaus and Liverworth. (laughs) Roger, you can come down now.
0: Are you all
2: set for the question box, Roger? Yes, Johnny, in just a second. We've got something different for you, ladies and gentlemen. The question box to find out what the stars really know about Hollywood. You round up our victims for us, will you, Johnny? Okay, Rod. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, the motion picture industry isn't made up entirely of successful and glamorous stars. There are lots of old-timers who just didn't get the break. Old-timers who, because of circumstances, would find the future pretty black. But now they'll be taken care of. Because the Gulf Screen Guild Theater is a show with a purpose. Every single cent of the money that Gulf would ordinarily pay to the stars who appear in the Gulf Screen Guild Theater is given to the Motion Picture Relief Fund to build a home for those members of the motion picture industry who can't provide for themselves anymore. That's why Gulf can draw so freely on all the famous Hollywood stars, and why they, in turn, are so glad to be here.
0: What you say, Roger? Well, you're glad to be here.
2: Well, thank you, Carrie, and, and now the question box. If, if, if the question is answered wrong... <laughs> <laughs> Better late than never. <laughs> <laughs> the contestant must pay a forfeit by doing anything I ask him to. Okay, Johnny Connie, bring out the question box.
0: And here it is, Roger.
2: Thanks, John. Uh, Judy Garland, the first question is yours.
1: I'm ready.
0: Well, here's the question, Judy.
2: In, uh, in Mutiny on the Bounty, who yes. played the Cabin Boy?
3: The
2: Cabin Boy in Mutiny on the Bounty? Branch uh, uh-huh. O'Ton. That's right. <laughs> oh,
0: this game's a thing.
2: Okay, Carrie,
0: you're next. Shoot the question to me, boys,
2: boy. <laughs> All right, here it is, Jerry. Uh, do you know who Daryl F. Zanuck is? Well, is that the question? No, no, the question is, what does the F stand for? What F? Daryl F. Zanuck. F, F, F. Uh-huh. How, did, how does that F get in there? <laughs> Come on, now, what, what does what the what F stand, stand for in Daryl F. 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 Zanuck? Oh,
0: F. Never Philip again. No, 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 no. I'll give I'll up. What's the forfeit? Roger. All right.
2: Daryl have Zanuck's name. Middle name is Francis. And the forfeit? Well, now, let me see. All right? Uh, you you imitate Donald Duck reciting Mary Had a Little lamb."
0: Oh, you're kidding, time, I'm not kidding. Come on, I'll do it. Oh, uh, um, um. Mary Had a Little No, 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 no,
2: Well, you paid your debt to society, Carrie. And now the next question goes to Ann Southern. What famous star is married to Jane Peters?
5: What famous star is married to Jane Peters? Mm-hmm. Now, don't tell me. Uh, Carol Lombard's name is Jane Peters. Yeah. And her husband is Clark Gable. <gasps> <sighs> Oh, that's
2: right, Ann. And incidentally, Clark Gable will be here on the Gulf Screen Guild Theater next week. And
5: what am I a scooching again for
2: you? <laughs> and now the next question goes to Mickey Rooney. You ready, Mickey? I'm always ready, Rod. Okay, we've got a special question for you, Mickey. It comes in three parts. All right, skip the
4: build-up and just
2: give it to me. All right, here it is. First, in the new picture, Fifth Avenue Girl, name the girl.
4: Ginger Rogers, nice kid, too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, you're right on both oh, <laughs> And Ginger Rogers is another star who will be on the Gulf Screen Guild Theater next week. And now, Mickey, for the second part of the question. In the picture, boy meets girl. Name the girl. Marie Wilson. Oh, this is ridiculous. I mean, I could go on for hours. Yes, I, I guess we're underestimating you, Mickey. Anyway, here's the third part. In the picture, a hundred men and a girl. Yes. Name the hundred men. Oh, wait a minute. This is a frame up. Uh... <laughs> no, oh, no, never mind that. Now, you have to pay a forfeit. Let me see. Uh, you must do the famous feats that Charles Lawton did in Mutiny on the Bounty as Catherine Hepburn would do it. All right, well, come on. <laughs> oh,
4: Mr. Christian. Oh, Mr. Christian. When I find you, I'm going to hang you on the highest shot arm of the British. Seat. Really, I will. Oh, and I laid a fried egg.
2: Judy Garland, the gold Quintet, Oscar Braden and his boys, and it's God's country. Hear
3: ye, if you're frowning and worry. hear ye, if your life is all wrong, stand up, this is no time for worrying, stand up and give up with a song, there. Highway, hi there, Yankee. Give up with a great big thank you. You're in God's country where grass is greener, timber taller, mountains bigger, and trouble smaller. Hi there, Chappie. You ought to be gay and happy. You're in God's country. 100 million, rudest, can't be wrong, so give a hand, give a hand, give
1: a cheer for your land.
3: When smiles are broader, freedom's greater, let every man thank his own creator. Hi there, Yankee, give up with a great big thank you. You're in God's, God's country. If your point of view is drab, take a quick vacation. Fill your car with good golf gas and drive around the nation. Leave your troubles all behind, dust off your machinery. Sweep those cobwebs off your mind and view the nation's scenery. Turn your faces to the east Watch the lovely sunrise Fill your soul with morning sun There is work that must be done You will find it lots more fun If you stand up and sing Let's
2: wave that flag for Uncle Sammy
3: For Tessel's mother and Joseph's mammy Hi there, Yankee Give up the
1: great big You're in God Got Jake and on the table.
3: Got Robert Taylor and Clarky Gable. Hi there, Yankee. Give up to the great big
1: thank you. You're in God's country. A hundred million.